This episode recorded in front of a live studio audience. This episode presented by Carolina Sports Studio. Welcome to the next iteration of Behind the Beard WNC. My name's Patrick Pohl. I'm joined by Carson Jones and Anderson Squared, Mike and Lewis. Uh, this is a podcast where the four of us, well, you know, we're more or less getting along with each other. I'd say we're friends at this point. Uh, we get together and banter about whatever's on our minds and um, mostly that's football, high school football, and we're uh, big fans of it, but it could go in any different direction. This train is by no means on the rails at any given point, and uh, we hope you're entertained. But if you're not, it's really for our entertainment. We're just glad you're along with it. If you're not entertained, there, there are other things for you to listen to. So, um, yeah, so let's go ahead and talk about it because A.C. Reynolds is the bomb. Did y'all have a game this last week? We We did, yeah. We're just glad you're back with us, Pat. I yeah. know you had to f- take a flying adventure, but uh, we're glad you're back. Yeah, we, we missed you last week. Yeah, well, we love Derek, but it's nice having you. It was fascinating listening to the uh, podcast uh, and understanding that apparently I'm taking everybody on their favorite flight. Indeed, I, I managed to get Lewis onto the USS Gerald Ford, which is currently in, on assignment in the. In the uh, Mediterranean, and uh, you've got connections, dude. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, he took I, me to the White House. Yeah, got him to the White House. I got I got Derek to the Texas Alabama game without actually even going. So that was pretty impressive how I pulled that one off. Pat was nice enough to fly us down to Raven Gap Friday for our game. Yeah, it was it was handy. It's good stuff. He got back in time to do the broadcast for Reynolds. Thank you so much, Pat. No bueno. It, All of you, you are know, no when bueno. Pat actually takes someone to the moon, that will be that will be the. Your closest friend will definitely get that invite. So, so Pat, what would you get into this weekend? What did I do this weekend? Other, other than going to the football game Friday. Well, we've got the opportunity to go to Coastal Carolina University. We were invited down there to watch a, a football game. and A good football game. They got the big win. They did. It didn't look good early on, and the weather was horrific. But uh, North, North Texas uh, came out swinging, and then Coastal swung back. Nice. Nice. So... so Am I hearing there may be another uh, preferred walk-on offer for Brendan? Brendan got a preferred walk-on offer down there to join the Chanticleers, which made his day, of course. That's probably the biggest school that's talked to him about that at this point. So, um, yeah, we're we're pretty fired up. He's fired up. Coastal's in Myrtle Beach, right? It is. It is indeed. And Myrtle Beach, I noticed, is pretty much Gatlinburg on the beach. Oh, yeah. If you've never been there, Pat, that's 100% true. Yes. Yes. Dirty Myrtle. Definitely. They even have the upside down building that's in Gatlinburg downtown. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Is it like Wonderland or something? Yeah, some yeah. Uh, drop by Ripley's I've, or I've something. I've seen that yeah. in, in Gatlinburg. So yeah, we went down there. It was good. It was a very quick turnaround. The weather was horrible. Did uh, and, Did uh, you have a good time hanging out with the common people? The the common people. Yeah, I mean, that's where most people would vacation. Unlike yourself, that was definitely <laughs> your first Myrtle Beach experience. Wow, it was <laughs> not. I went to Myrtle Beach with my college roommate back in uh, 1993, <laughs> and we played a lot of golf up in North Myrtle. They do have some nice golf. They do. Yeah. They do. For Carson sure. wasn't even born back then. No. 93. Uh, no. I was not. What'd you get into, Carson? Um, we, you know, 
We had a little family get together uh, this weekend, an early, early um, Thanksgiving uh, on Whitney's side of the family. We watched football. Um, did anybody see the Carolina Duke game? I saw it went to double overtime. I was on my way home when they were playing. It did. Carolina tried to blow it many, many times, and then Duke ended up blowing it. Uh, it was just back and forth. Uh, but, no, Dad and Landon were at that game. Uh, it looked like a fun one. Uh, but we, we watched some football, uh, hung out with Little Man. It was it was a good weekend. Did Day Day get any playing time for Duke? Um, I don't know if he did or not. I oh. was not paying attention, to be honest. But shout out to um, Rico. Uh, Rico Dow, former Rocket standout. Yeah, he was fantastic. Fantastic. Looks very, very good for the Cowboys. And he's getting more and more playing time. I know uh, Tony Pollard fantasy owners do that's, not like that's seeing. Me. That's, that's me. That's me. That's me as well, yes. So they do not like seeing Rico get as many touches in the first quarter as he's been getting. Uh, but Rico has, I mean, he's scoring touchdowns. I think he scored another one this past Sunday. Uh, but just shout out to Rico. That is still it's it's still wild seeing a West North Carolina kid on, especially on the Cowboys, but just playing football on Sundays. Are you a, are you a Cowboys fan? No, no, I'm you're not. a Bears fan. I'm yes, absolutely tank. So why especially on the Cowboys? I, it's Cowboys. It's just you grew up. In, it's America's team. It's America's man. team. I mean, Agony, not me. The, I mean, I do, I do not like the Cowboys, okay. but it's just okay. the fact that he's playing, you know, he's playing with Star and stuff. I mean, that's... The Cowboys some, are on primetime every week. That's every right. single week. I had this argument at work with the Everybody Cowboys Everybody in the country is watching Rico play football. Yeah. The dude at work that's a Cowboys fan, I said, you're on TV every week. No need to buy the Sunday ticket. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, no, no. There's a couple weeks where not. I'm like, like go, two. go screw yourself. I'm a 49ers fan, like... I have to buy the ticket to watch the 49ers. Same as the Dolphins. I have to buy the ticket. I do as well for being a Commanders fan. Um, As a Bears fan, I avoid any Sunday (laughs) NFL tickets. (laughs) Ouch. But, no. But you have a fantastic D3 quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, gritty. I mean, it looked when they showed the graphic of what college teams he was playing, and then it's like his next start's the Carolina Panthers. (laughs) It's like, ooh, okay. Um, But... Mike, how about you? You mentioned last week that you're going to be spotting for a um, eleven year old. How was that? Give us some give us some insight on that. So it was actually pretty good, guys. We uh, we were at Hickory on Saturday, and we were supposed to have a morning practice. Unfortunately, it rained the morning practice out, uh, so we didn't get a lot of time together early. We had one 15 minute practice and the race, and uh, got to meet him and his dad and his family. Really nice people. Great people. He's literally, I mean, he's short. He's shorter than Lewis, if that tells you anything. He's hey, like, hey, wow. He's up to my, he's probably up to my waist. He's that okay. tall. And he's about, you know, less than a foot wide. So wearing like a 28 jean? <laughs> he's probably no, wearing like a definitely 10. Definitely not a 28 like jean. Like a 10. <laughs> so his little seed and the way they got the pedal. Anyway, so we qualified 10th. Uh, we were up to fifth in about three laps. And then we were running second with, Three to go, and unfortunately, a lap car ended our day. Or didn't end our day, but ruined our day. Went to the back, uh, finished eighth. Um, but great family. Kid can drive. He can absolutely drive. How, how cool is it to be an 11-year-old and be in a pro series? <laughs> I mean, that's... How fast do those cars get up to? I don't know miles per hour. Uh, but fast. But they're fast. Have fast. You, have you ever seen the uh, the Jeff Gordon going to a car dealership trying out a in car? In the Camaro, yeah. I imagine that's how that dude's going to be when he goes to get his DMV, <laughs> to get his license, right? I've spotted for several kids before they got their license. Not this young, but before they get there. And it's just, you know, you wonder. 
Right. Do when they get on the so do they get on the street? Do they drive extra fast or do they drive extra slow because they drive fast on the weekends? I don't know. But it was good times. Uh, That's awesome. It went real good, actually. Yeah. He, he was a, he was a good driver. Handled the car well, and it was good stuff. So I look forward to spot for them in the future. Awesome. Good stuff. I'm wondering if you're an 11 year old driver. I think you're probably a really good driver because you really do think you're invincible starting at that age up until about like what 23 and then right reality starts setting I'm sure in. the speed doesn't scare you because nothing scares you at that age no cuz you know you feel like I'm you know I can handle it Carson are you old enough where speed scares you uh I'm a little older than 11 <laughs> uh but I do not know I haven't reached this barrier where speed scares me yet. Unlike no, these but two do, old you, guys. do you yeah. think that you could I'm just? Do you think it. you could just get behind the wheel and be and and start driving and be okay? And then you know how you feel I mean, when you're younger. You feel invincible. Oh, for sure. Yes. I bet Lewis right now. Do you think? I think, that I, you, I think I could do it. You think you could do it? Yeah, and it not scare me or anything. But these old guys, I mean, they're. Not me. No blame. No I, I, yeah. I did. I did find but it. Pat's also. Pat's a different older. Yeah. Pat, Pat's a different old, and then it's, Mike it's is ancient. just Mike's it's experience. Just, well, Pat's always had someone to drive him around. Agony. That's right. He's yeah, got he the, doesn't. The limo. Driver. He doesn't experience speed because speed is time is. <laughs> my and Pat can manipulate it all. It is nice that Ange <laughs> oh Ange feeds Ange feeds his limo driver, and they watch TV in there while we do the episode. This is ridiculous. That's why it's a live episode. I have a Subaru Forester <laughs> that I drive. Wait, did you pay for it? I, I it is a company <laughs> car. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Wow. I guess the guys, other cars in the pole fleet include a 2010 Honda Fit, a 2012 Volkswagen Passat, and a 2012 Camry. Okay, not so, exactly. So, uh, so y'all, hold up a minute. Do you guys do you hate America? Why don't uh, you have no. any American vehicles? What are you doing? Well, Toyotas are all made in Georgetown, Kentucky. No. Yes. The, the trucks are. <laughs> he said, the Lewis trucks. said no. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis said no. That's not what Fox News said. <laughs> no. If I, if, I re, if I remember correctly, I think Lewis pulled up in a Subaru or something. <sighs> it's a high Hyundai. <laughs> Great Korean. So you hate America. Korean, even better. I have a Ford and a Chevy, thank you. Indeed. Oh, goodness And gracious. a pickup truck. Wow. I, I envy the pickup truck. I wish I had one. So, guys, last week on the picks, we uh, we all did about the same. Pat rolled in last week at four and three. Mike was four and three. Lewis Carson and Derek three and four. So, one thing I've thought about: uh, we've not determined what the winner gets. Uh, pat on the back. What? Yeah. Well, no, we have to have a trophy or something. Do you have a do we do well, you Pat, have a trophy? Well Pat now has a two game lead, so I'm assuming he's gonna get this trophy. I don't yeah. think so. There's only four games he, to right? pick this week. There's four games this week, probably less than that next week. He's picking um, Reynolds to win out, so I don't think so. I just would appreciate it if you would all just acknowledge just how great and awesome I truly am. <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. This is crazy. That would be the greatest <laughs> this is, trophy ever. So oh, pa- Pat is, has sixty four wins, Lewis and Carson sixty two. And I'm at 61. How about, though, can we point out that after how many weeks we've been doing this, yeah, so it is close. between three, there's three wins that separate Pat and Mike, first <laughs> place and last place. And there is one, there's two wins. I mean, this is just, and I think we've all been at first place at some point. Yes. This is very, very, um, it's, it's worked out. It's worked out really wonderfully. And I know that the spreads are still, people are still learning weekly. Um, what that means, but it's kind of we wanted this. We wanted people to, uh, we wanted it to all be close, and we wanted we can to- all pick West Henderson to beat East Henderson. 
But let's give East 55 points and see who we pick. It it's, makes it a lot more interesting. It makes it a lot more interesting at the end of the game when uh, when Reynolds is playing McDowell, and I thought they were guaranteed to cover, and everybody in the world, when's the last time McDowell's beat Reynolds? Have they ever beat Reynolds? I don't know the answer. I don't answer. know the answer to that. But they, it's did, like, they did beat Reynolds. It's been a while. Okay. So, and McDowell did cover the sen- the senior night of that um, football game. So, it's just one of those things that we're doing it for our own entertainment. So, it's exciting stuff. Exciting yeah. stuff. Indeed. This, this, the spread is an equalizer. It is. It is. It's it makes to, it a lot harder. It we makes could, it. We could all pick the the easy games. Right. I saw I saw another outlet. I don't, I think it was in South Carolina, but they did, they did picks in Upstate South Carolina, and we were doing picks, and they uh they did not have spreads, and it was you know one of the people was like eighty five and and fourteen, and it's one of those things. There's just not a lot of um, there's not a lot of close close matchups, you know, for these top-tier teams. It's true, especially in Western North Carolina. There's not a lot of equity. Not equity. That's not the right word, but not a lot of a... Parity. Parity, that's the word. Not a lot of parity. Parity would be... In either the Mountain 7 or the uh, MAC. So, um, Mike, we got the Asheville Classic coming up. You want to give us some information on that? So, guys... I know it may hurt us a little bit. Let's talk some basketball. It's winding yeah. down. It's winding down, right? Yeah, we got to talk a little basketball. Yeah. yeah. So I know the Christ School coach and a and a recruiting guy have put together four basketball games coming up December 9th. From what I understand, it's going to be a UNCA, but it's uh, some pretty good teams in this thing. Collins Hill, Georgia is going to start the night the day off against Reynolds. Yes. Collins Hill, Georgia has some very famous alumni like uh, Taylor Heineke, the quarterback for. Uh, Where's he at now? He is the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons. Yep. Also, uh, Maya Moore from the WNBA. And Derek, did Derek say Travis Hunter as well? Travis Hunter from Colorado also played number there. one player in the entire country. Yeah. So that's gonna be a, that's gonna be some fantastic basketball. Yes. Pat, who's gonna win that game? Oh, uh, AC Rumble. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think, I think. Absolutely. The second game is Hendersonville at Lancaster, South Carolina. That's also going to be a good one. The third one, a little bit of local interest. The Columbine Academy going to take on United Faith. That's a private school in Charlotte. But do you know who plays at Columbine Academy, Pat? I do not, Mike. I'm sure you'll tell us. Rakeese Passmore. You may have heard of him. Oh, oh. yes. I'm more, I'm more Combine. Over. The Combine Academy. That's where uh, yes, Rakeese goes to. Rakeese goes there. Kansas um, commit. Rakeese you know where, Passmore. Yep, Kansas commit. Yes, Kansas. Jayhawk. United Faith. Is there any way that we can pick United? Pick against United so Faith? So United Faith is a multiple-time state champion. Gosh. Coach Coley coached there before he came to Christ School. Okay. So, and then the final game is Christ School at Charlotte Christian. Those are some schools that play a lot of football. I don't know about if they play much basketball, but Christ School, fantastic basketball program. I about to say, I've heard Christ School is yeah. pretty good. Jeez, they're they're ridiculous. Well, they, I've watched them. I've already watched a couple games on the live stream, and they're just. If you've uh, listened to the Coach Cooley interview, Coley, Coley, yep. seven of the nine guys on that team are going to D one programs. So. Wow. Pretty pretty phenomenal team. Yes. Tony Bennett, head coach of Virginia, is at practice often. They've got a kid currently playing, um, was at Christ School, currently playing at Virginia. Um, Christ School basketball is a little bit different, um, but it's it's something that, you know, you get over there and watch some some of those games. Even if you want to go over there and watch the um, the Reynolds Collins Hill Collins Hill game. I mean, it's do we have do we have any idea what classification are they seven A? Are they seven A? Seven A in Georgia. Um 
And this is something, you know, Coach Stevens is obviously making. He said he's not scared to play anybody. He's not scared to play anybody. And this right here, he has put his money where his mouth is. So Absolutely. um, So this game right here, there's not going to be probably another game on their schedule that will be. So so if you're TC and Reynolds goes in there and runs a table on that guy. Right. On that team. Well, how do you you feel then? Mm, I mean, TC's probably number two in the conference this year. Well, you're upset that you were not in, you're not listed on. You're not invited. I can tell you right now, with there's with the amount just in those eight games, you know, Coach Stevens, and also shout out to the Hendersonville coach. Not sure who it is, but there's going to be college coaches at this event. Yes, absolutely. I mean, for there's going to be. You got some time on on December 9th? I do not. I have a wedding to attend. You have a wedding to be in. Uh, Oh yeah, I'm in the wedding, Carson's. to be there and watch those teams play would be a fantastic day. Pat, you going to be there? Well, I think I'm going to be still involved in watching the high school playoffs for football. Not on a Saturday. Saturday. Not on a Saturday. Well, I'll, Hell. Be, I'll, I'll be recovering from the win, the big party the night Ask, ask your assistant yeah. if you're available. I don't have an assistant. <laughs> I, speaking of Virginia, you brought up the Virginia coach, yeah. right? I grew up in Charlottesville, Virginia. Okay. My dad was a professor of medicine there at UVA. He was a doctor he was with a, a private doctor. plane, but yeah. go ahead. Agony. Hey, hold on, hold on. Did he have a private plane? He, he, he yes or no? He did own. Was he yes. a doctor? He yes. was a doctor. Okay, go ahead with your story. Man. So it's generational wealth, is it what is, I yes, tell people when they ask me. Okay, no. indeed, it is not <laughs> agony. <laughs> you guys are absolutely <laughs> awful. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I got to hear about it from a guy who's got his kid at the freaking high school that has this amazing student center. That is rivals any that college I've been to. I, I, I got to hear about. Have it. you ever been in a private plane? I have been in a Cessna one eighty. <laughs> no, no, don't say that. Have you been in a private? That's plane? a privately owned plane. Yes, you have. Pat, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, student center at Christ School? It's amazing. I mean, there's an entire video game section. We several were, with games. throwback video games. Yeah, throwback, with throwback video and games. PS2 and everything yeah. else. Shuffleboard. The shuffleboards. I had to beat beat up on Lewis and shuffleboard. Who, who won that there. game? I, I did. I did. No, I'm the you man. Did not. I am no, awesome. You did not. I'm the shuffleboard king. Let's. And be then clear. two eighty what eighty seven inches or whatever. Yeah, they're massive. It's, TVs. A, it's a TV that you see at Biltmore. Biltmore Grand uh, movie oh, theater, and I said, yeah. God, that's, I said, that's the biggest yeah. TV I've ever seen. And Pat, literally without fail, and he can tell me if this is wrong, goes, oh, "That's the same size TV I've got to unbox." Yeah, <laughs> did you not? That's the one I wanted. The thing <laughs> okay. of the game. I don't wasn't going to buy an eighty-five inch. Carson, Pat, when you buy ninety percent of the raffle tickets, no. the fifty-fifty, yeah. you oh, have a good chance to win. Wow, Carson, what is the wow. look? Carson, what's the look when a board member wins the raffle? It's a tough look. In the last raffle you had was Luke home tickets, and he won that as well. I did not. My daughter won that. Mm. I was not. Mm. I did not. Oh, man. man. Right. Now, wait a minute. I haven't told my Virginia story. <laughs> oh, wait. You were telling the story. Pat, we love you, but go ahead. Yeah, do you? That's just great. I grew up there, and this is the time when um, Ralph Sampson was playing, if you heard that name These before. two have no idea who that is, but I do. Three-time player of the year. Uh, he, Basketball? Yeah, for the Cavaliers. Um, this would have been in the 70s and 80s mm-hmm. time frame. Uh, Jeff Lamp, Jeff Jones, Ricky Stokes were all members of that team. Jeff Final Jones four. was a coach there for a while. Yeah, Jeff Jones was a coach. They lost uh, the year after Sampson graduated in the Final Four to Clyde the Glide Drexler mm-hmm. in Houston. Who so then that, lost to NC State. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly right. Yeah. So there you have that. But it was funny because when dad was a professor of medicine there, a student was working in the lab 
with that my dad ran there at the university, and that was the girlfriend of Ralph Sampson. And I was a young kid of seven or eight, and dad had just put a basketball goal up at the house in the driveway. And Mr. Sampson visited the big party that dad threw for the lab, and we got to see him dunk on, on the on the basket. Nice. Well, that was pretty pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Kid really cool. Happen. We probably we probably should talk some football. Oh, let's talk football. Let's talk first about some ADMs that came out today. ADMs, of course, the uh, average uh, student attendance for your school. When they first came out today, or, or average dumb mic statements. We yeah, go okay. that way. There's a lot of those. <laughs> when they first came out today, Reynolds came out with 1,715 students, and we were all like, "What? That's four A numbers. What's going on here?" They jumped McDowell, and I said, they were "I big, did not know that mm, Owen and Reynolds combined." Yeah, they were big. So <laughs> there were some adjustments throughout the day, and uh, evidently a was a typo. Yeah, so. ADMs, no surprise here. McDowell, the biggest school in the area, 1,681 students. That's 77th overall. The second team is TC, 102. They have 1,546 students. 112 is Asheville High. They have 1,469. That's currently 4A. 3A starts at Reynolds at 130. They're the 137th biggest school. They have 1,287 students. Inca, 1140. Irwin, 1120. West Henderson, 1059. North Henderson, 1028. North Buckham, 1013. I found this a little interesting. Tuscola and Pisgah, big rivals, you know. Yes. Tuscola has 908 students. You know how many Pisgah has? 907. 907. Wow. That's about as 50-50 as you can get. Owen at 760. I will say the biggest school, Audrey Kale. I remember playing them in basketball, Pat. Oh, yeah. We, we talked that. about this. Audrey Kale. 3,671 students. That's what, the biggest school. What about the least attended school? That'd be Natahala. They have 46. Wow. I'm sorry. That's not right. No, they no, have no. 34. 34 students. 34 students. At the Nanahala High School? That's correct. That's less than 10 per class. I know where the Nanahala River is, and I'm not aware of the Nanahala There's High a school, school on that river somewhere. Talk wow. about <laughs> class size. Talk about class size being an advantage. <laughs> yeah, right. Nanahala. Is that a, is they, that a single I, room schoolhouse? <laughs> yes. I graduated first in my class. I beat seven other guys out. Oh. <laughs> I, I think that if you graduated from there, you definitely cannot say the second part of that sentence. Like, I graduated first in my class. It's like, oh, really? How big is your school? I there I don't know how many students there are. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Mm, 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 mm. Any surprises? I mean, besides, I mean, obviously we kinda all figured McDowell was McDowell would be the biggest. I don't think so at all. The only kind of surprise was I didn't realize Franklin, I didn't mention them. They had twelve eighty six. They're right there with Reynolds. No, I didn't realize that at all either. Yeah, Franklin, yeah, same yeah. size Franklin as Franklin out of out of from the Raptors, I thought, was uh just very you know that I did not realize they were the same size as Reynolds. So, about 300 students uh, across the 3A in Western North Carolina, with 907 at Pisgah and Reynolds the biggest at 1287. So that's yeah. I mean I don't think that's a that's a whole lot. No, that's about the size of Christ School. Oh yeah. So let's talk about uh, last week's football games. There were some pretty good ones, from what mm, I understand. There were. I I would agree. Yeah. Let's start with a couple not so good ones. So we had Asheville School at home. They were taking on Hickory Grove. The smart missiles. Asheville School was getting 24 and a half points. Final score, Asheville School 55, Hickory Grove 0. No we, surprise there. No, we, we all got this we one right. All knew, we all knew that was. Yeah, Asheville School, they're, they're destroying the, the competition in Division Two. Yes. 
Ricky Tolbert was 9 of 14 for 189 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. He also rushed it for 91 yards and two touchdowns. So 33% of his completions went for a touchdown. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the running back, Caleb Jenkins, rushed it 15 times for 87 yards and a touchdown. And Justin Rowe caught four passes for 118 yards and two touchdowns. So, total domination by Asheville School. We all got this one right. And yeah, and we'll talk about their matchup coming up this week. But we, Mike, Mike has educated us all on kind of the teams they're playing and and whatnot. Um, Asheville School should Asheville School is rolling right now. I read. A, we'll talk about it in a minute. But this game may be pretty interesting this week. But uh, one other stat: Asheville School had 19 first downs. Hickory Grove had five. So wow. Really no competition. Second game up, we none of us got this one right. Uh, Christ School traveled to Raven Gap. Raven Gap was giving us 38 and a half points. Well, they won by 39. So thanks, Raven Gap, for messing that up for all of us. Right. Half a, half a point. And, you know, people were like, hey, where do y'all do, you know, your spreads are this or spreads are that. It's like, if you look, I mean, sometimes the spreads are pretty close. Half a freaking point. Half a freaking point. Um, so, so uh, Holtzclaw led the way for Christ School, 15 to 23, 173 yards, two touchdowns, unfortunately two interceptions. Uh, Caden Brown, 21 carries for 90 yards. Sad day for Christ School. They lost 17 seniors out there on the field afterwards. It was wow. a tough day. How many, how many of those guys going to D1? <clears throat> um, I believe five. Five. Five Division One football players is not something to hang your hat on. More, more, oh. more could follow, but currently five. Almost 33%. Not something to hang your head on, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, I got to tell you, Caden Brown, fantastic kid. Um, what a great year he ended up having. But yeah. I don't think he was u- utilized enough. I agree. I think we could have run him some more. I think there was a point in the season where – He's pretty beat up. Though. Where He's got yeah. a – his shoulder's hurting, his ankle's hurting. Knee brace on. I mean, he's, he's I mean, totally tore up. But he's given he 100% on every play. given everything. We saw that at the Asheville school game. I mean, he is – Caden has been a pleasure to watch, um, pleasure to pull for. Not um, a real big kid, but, I mean, he's like a bowling ball. Yeah. So, next up, no stats on this game, but uh, Pisgah traveled to Oak Grove. Oak Grove was getting 19 and a half. Well, that was way too much, unfortunately. Uh, Oak Grove wins 23-16, but Pisgah covers – and Lewis gets this one correct. Indeed. Yes, Lewis. So. Never doubt Pisgah. We'll talk about Oak Grove a little yes, more in a minute. Will. They had fantastic leadership all year long. So so next up is the uh, North Stanley traveled to Brevard. Brevard was giving up 18 and a half, and they were able to cover as Brevard really lays out North Stanley 36 to 7. Brevard rolling in two way here. Guys. Brevard's got some momentum. Well, we've been talking about Brevard all season. They're very good. I mean, they I lost too early. They lost to Pisgah and Knoxville Catholic, and they haven't lost since. Right. They, they've been rolling. Uh, Brevard is a very good team. Yeah. Th- this uh, week, shout out to Mike. Mike was on that. He said they were the best zero and two team in the in the area. But that's also because Mike, unlike majority of other people's, Mike looks at your schedule and the strength of schedule and whatnot. So, um, Brevard, very exciting things going on there. Um, their coach obviously pushing the right buttons, getting them 
going moving in the right direction. Let's, so. let's not ever please allude to the fact that Mike actually knows what he's talking about. But also, Carson, never do that. Also, Carson, be careful getting on the bandwagon too late because uh, this week's a real tough week for him. Absolutely, it is. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Definitely, Reedsville is a, a state state known powerhouse. So next up, we have Charlotte Catholic traveling up here to Arden to play TC. TC was getting six and a half, and they were able to cover. Unfortunately, not able to win the game. Charlotte Catholic wins 24-21. Watched a little bit on this, and uh, it just seemed that uh, their quarterback was really wearing TC out running and passing. They had a big running back, number 24, man. He was hard to tackle. They had 97 yards passing, 206 yards rushing to TC's 84 yards passing and 166 yards rushing. So for TC to have to go to the pass, it must have been bad. Charlotte Catholic got a very – they probably pack the box. And, yeah. yeah. Charlotte Catholic's going to run right. They're very similar teams. They're going to run right at you. Two tight ends and run right at you. For, I mean, first of all, that's a tough matchup for any team around here. I, I think Charlotte Catholic yes. beats any well, team around here. I was about no, to say, let's give, not any. Let's, give credit, <laughs> let's give credit to Robertson because besides Pat, I did not think it was going to be close. Pat, the only one who get this one right. Pat yes. got this one right. Because I am wise. Yeah. I, I am sage-like. But um, but Charlotte mm. Catholic, I mean, they've got some some dudes on both sides mm. of the ball, and you know their competition they've played. Shout out to Robertson for not folding over. I know it was back and forth. Uh, Robertson came back. Yeah, but I think everybody here, um, we all thought it wasn't going to be very close, except for Pat. Pat got this pick right. Uh, you know, Charlotte Catholic with their competition they've played, they've got some dudes on both sides of the ball. Um, Robertson not folding when they got down, um, coming back, making it close, coming down to the wire. Any any game that ends with a field goal, uh, three points in the playoffs. Um, you know, Robertson had a great year. Unfortunately, um, comes to an end in the second round. But uh, this this game, you know, we we knew in four A that you know in the second round, second getting past the second round in four A is something that's absolutely it's not easy, right? No. Not at all. That's why some teams choose to go 3A. Yeah, and some 3A teams choose to go 2A. I, I found this out that, speaking of Reedsville, uh, Mountain Heritage dropped down intentionally trying to avoid them, and then Reedsville also dropped down as well. Dropped down as well. So. Yep. so next up we have East Lincoln came up to Hendersonville to take on West Henderson. West Henderson giving up 24 and a half didn't matter. West Henderson beats the fourth place team out of the 3A Western Highlands Conference, 37-7. East Lincoln, the defending state champions. Uh, Pat Lewis and Mike got this one right. For East Lincoln, they had 94 yards passion, passing and only 10 yards rushing, while West Henderson had 87 yards passion, passing, 234 yards rushing for 321 total yards. So West Henderson's offense rolling. Yeah, I mean, they, they're just continuing to knock off opponents, uh, proving that they're the best team in Western North Carolina. Agony. <laughs> Not true. How about Carson Demsdale with 42, 42 rushes? Carries. Wow. How do you think he felt Saturday morning? Probably not great. He's not a real big kid either. Do you have the No, tub? but he looks he looks built. I mean, he looks stout. Very strong young man, Very but strong. he's not like yes. 300, 250 no, no, pounds. No, he's not Drum Bettis. No. Do you have the stat for the total offensive yards for them? For West? Yeah. 321 yards. Okay. I, I see where you're going with that, Lewis. 234 yeah. of those rushing. Indeed. Okay. I see where Lewis is going with that. We'll talk about it in a minute. <laughs> I definitely – I see the writing on the wall. 
I've read this book. So Pat Lewis and Mike got this one right. The final game of the weekend. It was a very good game. We had had Kings Mountain coming up to take on Reynolds here in the Reynolds area. Carson, Pat, Mike, and Derek got this one right. So a few stats. Hayden Craig, three of nine for negative four yards. He rushed nine times for negative 25. Max Guest played. He had three carries for six yards. So clearly Reynolds lost, right? No, they won. Oh, wait, they won. wait, wait, wait. They had 23 total yards. Yeah, there's true. no way they won, right? They won. They wait, won. there's they no won. way there's no way they won by more than 14. They did. They won 15. They won by 15, 15 to, to nothing. nothing. 15 to nothing. Wow. The, only, the only thing I can say about that, coach Craig for president. Yeah. I I'm going to go ahead and give credit where credit is absolutely due. Brian Craig gets a lifetime contract, an extension, <laughs> a raise. I don't know what it is, but um, what he wants, he gets. I'm, I'm being dead serious. Everybody in the community should thank him. Um, this is, I mean, what a what a performance from their defense and special teams. Uh, it's it's something me and my buddies went on in our group chat. You know, it was Saturday. It was brought up. Mainly Todd? Yeah, Todd okay, and Landon okay, and okay. John. And there's uh, – Many, many people, I have a group chat with you guys as mm. well, but Saturday was like, at some point in the middle of college football day, it was like, Reynolds won with this yards. And then Sunday, during the NFL day, it was like, I still can't believe that Reynolds won. And then today, it's like, Reynolds won with this was their, I mean, it's just, it is mind-blowing. So Reynolds wins 15 nothing. few Kings Mountain stats. They had 259 yards of offense. Not many passing yards. No. No. So no. quarterback, awful. So the Kings Mountain defense. Did he have more than negative four? I'm sure he did. The what, ki- what is the stat? The Kings Mountain defense couldn't make a game changing play. That's true. Like mm-hmm. the Rockets could. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we we do have to say one thing. When Max was on the field, he was a difference maker. Oh, but was not. I mean, you can clear. see the difference in his rushing ability versus the other back. He had a twelve He's yard a touchdown. Division one running back. Let's yes. get that uh, scholarship. Division one running back. I mean, let's let's not act like. I know Pat wanted to say at the beginning of the year, oh, there's the next guy is just as formidable. Max Guess is a difference maker. 100%. And, and I'm hearing through the grapevines that, you know, the the leash, the snap count, the pitch count, I, I'm hearing that it may be off and we might be full go. Is that right, Pat? So what I've learned was Thursday night before the game, I heard that Max was allowed to have a total of six carries. How much did that cost you, Pat? What do you mean? You had to pay off some doctor, some right? doctor. What did I have to do? <laughs> I didn't have anything to do with it. Pat, go ahead. Sorry. Anyway, I'd, I'd, heard, I'd heard that Thursday night before, and it was just going to be six carries. But to your point about that difference maker, um, the player of this game is not Max Guest. The player of this game was Rossi Santiella, the, 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 the punter. punter. Oh, yeah. my yeah. God, did he set the? I mean, without him, this this would not have been close because Reynolds could not do anything with the Kings Mountain defense. That is by far the best defense they have seen in two years. Anybody without say, a doubt. Anybody know number nine's name? He's a UNC commit, and he was all over the place. He was fantastic. Oh, you mean for, uh, for Kings Mountain? Kings Mountain, yeah. yeah, yeah. Landon's super big fan of the UNC commit. I mean, the, it was it was a, an absolute defensive clinic. Reynolds on offense went backwards on every single series. Just like three and out, three and out, three and, and but out. They went backwards. They yeah. lost yards every time. And here's yeah. the thing. Here was the difference thing. Uh, Rossi was able to flip the field every on time. every, every punt. time. And they couldn't gut the whole distance. They were great between the 30s. 
Right. But then they, they would come apart on the offensive side. So then you get this pass from Kings Mountain. It's across the field, deep, and Ty Johnson sort of just dials in on this Go thing. Go check out Carolina Sports Studios. They got the video of it from the sideline. Pretty spectacular. Oh. He was reading the wide receiver, reading the wide receiver. Once the wide receiver went to break out of his route, he peeks up and just goes after the ball. And Erwin yeah. um, kid, right? That's Erwin yeah, kid. Yeah, And so him. obviously um, Derek pointed out he's playing both ways now. So yeah. they've got him on both sides of the ball. I think that's something that – shout out to um, – credit to the Reynolds coaching staff. You know, when the games get super, super meaningful, they've got their best players on the field. Not yeah. only that, good job recruiting. I mean, Absolutely. <laughs> He catches that ball and goes up the sideline, right? And we were talking about the difference maker in the game. Up until that point, it was, I mean, it was just an absolute clinic. It was a black cloud. It was was awful. And um, he ran it all the way back, and then it got called back on a crackback block on the other side of the field, right? So now we're all like, oh, great. Now we've got to come out here and face this defense again. But it was a completely different scenario. It was like they got a shot in the arm or something, right? So they come out on offense. It was about the 40-yard line of, of Kings Mountain. And Max is not in the game at this point. Correct. It was Tyvin Patterson at, at running back. He got at least one, if not two, really decent carries. I think it was two, yeah. Yeah, and he got the ball up there by the, to the 17. 12. It was a 12-yard line, yeah. And Max comes in, and your point about it making it, you could just see it. They actually went unbalanced left, so they moved Brendan from the right to the left and set him next to Quint Rodrigo on that side. Well, well, hold on a minute. Not yeah. only that, as soon as Max comes on the field, the announcer says, you know, Max Guest entering the game. Yeah. And the sideline and the crowd, everybody just up on their feet cheering. Yeah. Do you I, think Kings Mountain knew he was probably going to touch the ball? No, I don't think, I don't think they had I don't any think idea. they did either. No, really? No. I don't Poor think scouting. Poor scouting. Yeah. He, well, he was, the only thing I could tell you is he was warming up during the game. You know, like the, before oh, the yeah. game. He was out there with pads on. He was warming up. But so if you know. go back and look at the video of that play, the 12-yard run, they did move Brennan over. Yeah, they moved him over to the left side. And he completely dominated nine. He so did. They, got the ball, ended it. Right. they got the ball on the 40 and traveled 60 yards for that touchdown drive? No, no, the 40 of Kings Mountain. Right. It was a total of about 40 yards okay. that they went okay. in. I, my point is, is like, that's great. So they still went 40 yards for that touchdown and finished with 23 yeah, yards. Because so they've you, gone backwards. Said, yeah. Yeah, that's why when you you know alluded to them moving backwards, that's how backwards they went. They had a 40-yard touchdown drive and finished with 23 yards offensively. Yeah, just a couple things I want to mention about Kings Mountain. I, I, we've all watched the game. Lewis and Pat were there. Yeah. Carson and I watched it on YouTube because it's free. From, Sorry, From Pat. Kings Mountain, wow. right? I know. A lot of schools going to free, uh, not Reynolds, but that's okay. Um, Kings Mountain defense was fantastic, but their play calling on offense, let's be honest, it was not fantastic. It's atrocious. They could run They could run the ball. If you're getting seven yards of carry, why would you go three passes back to back to back? And How then, about them not kicking field goals? No field goals. At have, any a, point. According to their announcer, they had two kickers. Two. Yeah, now the kicking thing I can't answer, but Lewis, you were there for this. You're right. And they could not run the ball in between the tackles at all. Dalen oh, Harper outside. and those guys. It's outside, yeah. It was definitely off tackle that that Hill kid could get seven, eight yards a clip. But there was always something. It was like a, a penalty. They killed or, their self yeah, penalty. It was like it so was like they were we, always getting behind the sticks. So, so if you listen that if you listen to the coach's interview prior to the game, uh whatever the YouTube channel is they they interview him on, they were talking about the previous game and he was like they said, you you know, you only got two yard or two penalties this last game. 
And he was like, I don't know how that happened because this is the most undisciplined team I've ever oh, had. Oh, yeah. Their coach right? knew that they were undisciplined. But and you we've could talked see it. about this. You could this. see it Friday. And I, and I don't know if it was me. One of us had mentioned that, you know, the ball, the ball bounces the rocket way in Fairview in the playoffs. In the playoffs, It just always. does. It just does. And you can credit that to whatever you want. But we said until, it, until otherwise, the ball is going to bounce. And the ball bounced. The turnover – luck, whatever you want to call the turnover thing, um, was in Reynolds' favor again. So credit to them. That's they, three times they had four, they had to go forward on fourth down throughout the game because they were in kind of that no-man's land where right. they were just outside of field goal range but too close to punt. And it wasn't fourth and long. It was like fourth and two and three, but Reynolds' defense, Brian they Craig, they But they did get up. it one time. And Coach Craig, did I saw a video yeah. on the, the interception return. Yeah. I mean, Coach Craig's not even wearing a headset on the sideline. It's like, that's how good he is. No, he just he doesn't need anybody in his ear. He no. needs to be on the field hit, here and hitting pads. And Coach Craig, I mean, lifetime contract, um, I just very, <laughs> very serious credit to him. That's But if you're at the game and you're watching him, between every play when they're on defense, he's making some adjustment. He's yelling yeah. at somebody. He's trying to correct a problem. You would have he, to he imagine. On top Mike, do you think he'll be there as long as Shane will? I do. Yeah, I think they'll I, they'll leave together. They, I think Shane. Someone said how long they had been there together. It's, I mean, they 20, were what twenty seven years. Yeah. Twenty seven years. And apparently, I, Coach Craig was there before mm-hmm. Law as well. One so year. Coach Craig graduated from Reynolds. He's a Reynolds alum. Oh wow! Okay. Rocket baseball legend. Yeah. So a few stats about the Rockets' defense. Cam Smith. And Brendan and Brandon Guest had eight tackles apiece. Aiden Hines four tackles, an interception, and a kickoff return for a TD. Guys, this kickoff return for a TD ten yards. Ten yards, yeah. It's because of the penalty in the ten end zone. yards. So did y'all know? I did not know this, but when you got a safety, that the kick the kickoff from the five or what yard? No, no, line no, no. no. There were two penalties. It was a penalty. Was yeah. there? Okay. They had I, was, a, I saw the video and they I was trying un- to figure out. I was like, is high school different? No, it's a 20-yard line. They so had an unsportsmanlike and then they had a offsets. Yeah. yeah, so after the okay. safety, the kid punts the ball out. From and, the 20. And, no, the kid punts the ball into the grandstands, which was the unsportsmanlike. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Let's be honest. At that point, the game was over. It didn't yeah. matter, yeah. It was eight so. nothing, and there was fifty what fifty seconds left. Yeah. Riddles would have won the game with one safety, and that is just something that uh, you know. Shout out to them, but uh, what else do we got on the agenda? Mike? I mean, that's what Reynolds is known for—that defense, the defense, definitely. So, so when now, we're, ta- we're talking about seeding and how the playoffs have went, how's the how's the three A worked out? So it's interesting that you know the playoffs for the eight teams left in three A. Are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I noticed that too. That's that wild, pretty right? wild. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, but before we leave this Reynolds game, there's a couple other things that happened. Okay, go ahead. Hang so on. So we we don't know for sure if if Max is back full time. I have not heard that yet. I have heard rumors, like you were yeah, saying, yeah. that maybe the leash is off. I don't know. I'm not. And the heard rumor mill's undefeated. Right. So hopefully he is, but we'll see. Um, but the, the main man that was filling in for him, or one of them, other than it was Jaden Smith, Tyvon Patterson, and then the senior Malik Angram. Oh, number four. And he's also a defensive guy, yep. big defensive cornerback, yeah. and he made a big hit in the early part of the game. It was a penalty, and he yeah, got penalized for it. And he also broke his leg yeah, the badly. Guy co- the guy come down right on his ankle, and it uh, dislocated and broke. Was I heard up in the booth uh, about uh, ten minutes later? So you know Malik. Was obviously a huge player this year, a really big stepping up player, incredibly athletic, and to have have to go down like that in his senior year was pretty, 
that's pretty sad and pretty hard. So we hope that kid uh, recovers well and, um, you know, hopefully his football career will continue on. I have no idea what that story looks like, but I mean, he's just an amazing athlete. It was a real pleasure watching him this year and he was vital to where, um, Reynolds got to where they are this year is a lot because of, of, of his play in, in, in the absence of, of Max. And so who, who took his spot on defense? So I think you all, somebody pointed out earlier, Aiden Hines moved, moved to safety. To safety and that they was, moved Ty down. That's where Ty came to corner, wasn't it? That's how he got the interception. Okay. It was Derek that actually brought that up. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Derek that brought that up, yeah. So I think um, Ty has played some defense uh, throughout the year, but I don't know that it was – uh, you know, Iron Man football for him. It may wind up being now. Obviously, I have no idea what what Coach Craig is going to dial up, but uh, he was certainly in the right place, right time. Uh, that night. interception, man, he was trucking it down the he side. He was, oh, man. he was flying. But then, you know, right to that point. Look, one last thing, guys. Sorry, I don't mean. To, we were You're talking fine. about the, the momentum and that that touchdown, and Max was able to get that nice pitch, and he basically read right off of Brendan's block and went right in the end zone. This beautiful thing. Kings Mountain adjusted after that. You know, and Max didn't get to play every snap. He played a couple of you know, other snaps. He, like I said, he had he was cleared for six. But it's not like it was. It was like they took the blow, but then they came right back. And it, I mean, it was it was shut down defense again for yeah. for Kings Mountain. I mean, they, they were ridiculously ridiculously good on defense. Reynolds will not see another defense that tough the rest of the way. No, I don't think anybody will see a defense that good. No. They were no. off the chain good. I, I will say, Chris scored thirty nine on them. Yeah, well. I'm good for them. They're a fantastic offense. We'll see. We'll see. That yeah. game could be looming on the horizon. Indeed. And Reynolds will win. They'd have to get through West Henderson <laughs> first. So, real quick, that's that's it for last week. Let's talk a little bit about the news of the day coming out of Haywood County. Big news. Brett Chapel out at Pisgah as the head football coach. What wow. did you say? Yep. Ten years. This is my ten years with a, him? One decade. He resigned. Wow. Resigned? What? I mean, that's like a, a good word for pushed out. He was resigned according to the Twitter post I saw. He resigned from Pisgah High School. Um, so From other sources, I was heard sort of pushed out, mutually parting ways, knew, knew it was his time. I mean, we, we've talked about the rumor mill. The rumor mill is undefeated. So I've heard, um, I've heard he's going to be the head coach in a school in Henderson County. So... Um, I don't know what you guys have heard, but that, that's what I'm hearing on my end. Um, and I don't know how credible my sources are, but you, you'd have to think for you to resign at a top five public school job in Western North Carolina, you've got a plan. If you had to rank the best jobs, head football coach in Western North Carolina, how, how you rank Public them? and private? Sure. Pub, well, let's just, just for this scenario. For this scenario, let's public. Let's say just public. All right. Reynolds is number one. Yes. Uh, it is. It, it is. is. It Let's is. all say it together. Reynolds is number one. What about West? Okay. West is not good year in and year out. Uh, West, good West Henderson, as good as they are these last few years, have not been a traditional They've only been fantastic since they got true at All right, my next question. Okay, so, West, so Reynolds is undoubtedly number one. Number two is Asheville High. Yeah, so they're number one agree. school in the county. They get all the money. Okay, so resources, very, very good. Um Athletes, you can win. They've got history, tradition. Would you say Pisgah's number three? I think so. Yeah, I would. In my in Carson's list, Pisgah's number three. I think it's Pisgah, and then okay. I think it's West. Probably. I think. I think West, right now, West is West is up there. What, what sure. about Robbinsville? Oh, I didn't think about one A Robbinsville. That's probably up there in the top three That's or four. Title well. Town. That's what it says as you come into town. 
And then, and, and yeah, but I mean, who, what, who wants to go coach out in Robbinsville? Robbinsville, you got Shelby out there as well. Shelby would, would be a great job to take. Yeah. Shelby, sure. Like down the in Rutherford? I was thinking yeah. more Western North. Yeah, Carolina. I'm, I'm thinking Western North Carolina. They're, I'm they're thinking close. like Buncombe County. Shelby's not close because then you would say close. Crest. Yeah, Crest. I mean, Crest I'm, and I'm Shelby talk, are the same. I'm, I'm talking like, McDowell this way. Okay, McDowell this way. Let me, let me you know. Make so that I, I would go after the Robbinsville if I had a chance. Sure, Robbinsville. Robbinsville's up there. Murphy. Sure. Murphy, yeah, Franklin. Swain. All the 1A schools. All the 1A mm-hmm. schools, because right. you have a chance to compete. Because right. it's I should have said the top students. five that we cover. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, still, I think, yeah. You, but I Reynolds, still, Asheville, I think it's Pisgah. Reynolds, Asheville, Pisgah, and West Henderson. So, so just to, you know, put a cap on this. Pisgah, great school. It will coach, be a coach, highly sought after position. Absolutely. Coach Chapel's an excellent coach from what I understand. He's he's been had he's been winning for ten years straight there going right. to the playoffs unless, unless you go against Tuscola lost a few the last few so he's eight and two against Tuscola yeah but the last two the last two right so he was eight and zero before the last two yeah Jesus that's how that works Lewis he was eight and zero it only matters what you've done recently <laughs> that is not true. wow that is well yeah because I'm out on Dabo Sweeney at Clemson but that's another thing uh, uh, can we talk about another coach. Which coach do you want to talk about? Yeah, Texas A and M. I mean, from, Jimbo. From, that's because he, he left Florida State. From that's a good Florida State fan as I am, he, seeing him fail there I don't, is that just, failing? I don't know if it is. Well, I mean, he's he gonna, got paid twenty six million dollars to coach there, and he got paid seventy six million not to coach there. Wow, <laughs> I don't. I just like don't that, know. If that's that's Pat Pohl money. That that's is Pat, not Pat. Pat <laughs> Pohl doesn't have anywhere close to that. Did you know they've got the same financial advisor? They do not. It's true. Okay. Um, anyways, the the <laughs> you want to talk about the player of the week this week? Yes, it's, we'll, a, it's we'll, multiple players actually. To wrap up the Pisgah thing, we'll see where he ends up. Um, right, you know, one Derek said it best. You don't you resign, you don't resign from the Pisgah job without reason, without without a plan of what to do next. So I think he's sure. got a plan of what to do next. Um, we'll find it out soon enough. We'll find out soon. My my. Name for the new Pisgah coach is a Smoky Mountain coach. So Ooh, I think, I've heard that also. Um, so I think the Smoky Mountain coach, who's obviously done some very good things over there, I think he makes that step up. So that that's going to be my, uh, Carson's prediction. That could be – I mean, Pisgah could have their guy that they um, – I heard you were going to be the head coach. Yeah. I, I am not. My name is not in the hat yet. Um, I am a football guru and a professional speaker. I'm, I'm not a – professional speaker but i am a football so, guru now. anyways um player of the week this week we're changing it up a little bit we're going with this will be our first defensive this, player of the year the first defensive player of the year we're going with the rockets defense and special teams unit led by brian craig and lewis is shaking his head but i don't see how you don't go with them they had zero points given up two sacks three interceptions a safety and a kick return for a touchdown the, the reason i don't like that pick why because it's Reynolds. No, no, it's not because it's Reynolds. <laughs> All they had to do was protect the run, stop the run, put everybody in the box, and whoever that dude decides to throw. I mean, that was the worst quarterback. Okay, you say that, but let me ask you this. Okay, would you rather have their quarterback or Hayden? Hayden. Definitely Hayden. I would take Hayden. He can at least throw the ball to a person. <laughs> this dude <laughs> He throws. had negative four yards. It doesn't that's, matter. That's not a sh- Hayden was, on Hayden. Hayden's a great Hayden quarterback. Hayden was 100% better than Kings Mountain quarterback. 
He might have. He, he might have threw been. it to nobody every time. Kings Mountain had many open receivers. Unfortunately, Absolutely. he's not able. To Absolutely. With so therefore, this game is it on the quarterback or is it on their coach for not running the ball? This game should have been. It's on the coach. This game should have been thirty-five to nothing. And guess what? It wasn't. It was fifteen to nothing because so the, the Reynolds defensive the unit. The, yeah. the Reynolds defensive unit. No, they did not stop them. Yes, they, they did. Were, yes, they, yes did. They, they did. They were they wide they open. They sure as hell did. They, they were, stopped them. They were wide open several times, and he just couldn't make the connection. That's because so there was made, pressure on the there quarterback. There was pressure oh, on the quarterback, and it made ben him not throw. break. No, I, he did not break. He had plenty of time okay. a lot so, of those no. times. AC Reynolds, player of the week, the goes choice. to the Reynolds. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this is a very, very good selection on our behalf. Yay. There we go. Um So, other than that, um, we've got a big week coming up this Friday. Whew. We've got we don't have many games to cover, but the games we do cover, we've only got two with spreads. We've got two straight up pickums. Um, so, Mike, give us give us. We got a state championship game here in Asheville, do. North Carolina. We do. Is it in Asheville? It is indeed. Okay. So, yeah, Asheville School, School at home yeah. taking on Trinity Christian. That's the one seed taking on the three seed. Trinity Christian ten and one on the year. Taking on Asheville School. Asheville School giving up nine here. Um, this is going to be a fantastic game, guys. Um, they have a common opponent. They uh, hit Trinity Christian beat ACA sixty-three to seven, while Asheville School beat them fifty-five to six. They also both played High Point Christian Academy. Trinity Christian beats them forty-one twenty-eight. Asheville School beats them thirty-six thirty-one. Ooh, Asheville behind them on both of those. Indeed. So for Trinity Christian, they're led by their junior quarterback. He averages 161 yards a game while throwing 26 TDs on the year at only three interceptions. Running back uh, Moyd has 55 yards a game and six TDs. Wide receivers Smith and Ross average 60 yards a game and have combined for 19 TDs, while Jabari Ross has eight tackles a game at linebacker. Asheville School, you know, we know who they're led by. They're led by Ricky Tolbert. Mm-hmm. They're led by Hazon Tobe. They're yes. led by Caleb Jenkins. That's a fantastic football team. And before I started looking at Trinity Christian, I said Asheville School, they did walk through this state championship. But, guys, I think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. Yes, I agree. Pat, who do you think is going to win? I think Asheville School is going to win this game. It's because you're smart, Pat. You think they're going to cover the nine-point spread? Yes. Okay. All right. I do. Carson? All right. I'm going to go with Asheville School to win the game and Trinity Christian to cover the spread. Wow. I'm, I'm fading, Pat. I'm not. I'm sh- going to pick up a game. Okay. Lewis? Asheville School is going to win this, no problem. Yes. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to pick up a game on Pat. Listen, looking at the stats. Mike, here's, talk to me. Here's the one. Come to the good side. couple good stats here. Strength of schedule for Trinity Christian, 393. For Asheville School, 188. Bingo. Yep, they're ready. Points for Bingo. 49 Bingo. for Trinity Christian, 38 for Asheville School a game. While Trinity Christian only giving up 11, Asheville School giving up 17. Ooh, defensive. defense wins championships is what I hear. Right, Pat? That's, that is correct, Carson. Okay. 
listen up. And you're becoming more and more of a football guru every day. Come on, Pat. Let's go. I'm, wow. liter- I'm literally on the fence. I think this will be, if I was in town, I would be at this game. It's going to be a fantastic game. Uh, but in the end, I think uh, Ricky Tolbert and Hazon Tobe lead the way, and Asheville School wins and covers. Good job. Good job, Mike. Yes. So next up, guys, we have a two A game. Rivard traveling to Reedsville. I've got a couple stats. You guys ready? Indeed. And of course, Rivard's led by Kessinger. He's last game seven of fourteen for 126 yards and two TDs. As a team, they rushed for 294 yards. That's six and a half yards of carry and three TDs. They have no common opponents. Reedsville's given up 13 here. They're 11 and one on the season. They score 41 points a game while giving, only giving up 12. In the playoffs, they've scored 50 a game while giving up three and a half. They're led by their senior quarterback, Lee, who averages just 215 yards a game through the year. Lewis, he has 36 TDs to eight interceptions. Gerald Cobb has 81 yards a game on the ground with 14 TDs, and they have three receivers who catch over 60 yards a game. Harrison, Flip Flippin', and Jones, and I'm not kidding. Max Prep said his name was Flip Flippin. Flip Flippin. Flip Flippin. That's the I game. Mean, that's the name of the team, year. First team. Yeah, name of the year. Name of the year. Flip Flippin. Oh, Flip Flippin. Those three have combined for 26 TDs. They're led on defense by their senior linebacker Paul Weiderman. He averages 12 tackles a game. A couple other stats on Reedsville. They have a North Carolina record with 22 state titles. And 29 state title appearances. So not only do they get there, they win. They last won the state championship in 2020 where they beat Mount Heritage 35-6. to They were in the state championship last year and lost to East Dublin 24-21. to So clearly they've been on the, both the East and the West since they played Mount Heritage. Lewis, it's a two-way battle. Who's going to win this game? It's- Reedsville giving up 13. It's super hard to pick against Reedsville, and I'm not going to do it. Reedsville's going to go down there and show Brevard a few things about football. Carson? Wow. That's a statement and a half. Um, I mean, they only have 29 state appearances. Only. I mean, only. Um, Reedsville is – it's the name. It pops – I mean, they're the gold standard of two-way football. They are absolutely the gold standard. Um. I'm going to go with... I'm Shelby go. might disagree. Just yeah, saying. I was going to say Shelby might Shelby have something, might to, say have something to say about that. Uh, I, I'm going to pick Brevard here. Ooh. I think Brevard covers. Pat? I'm, I'm going to um, say that I believe Reedsville will win this game, but I am going to go with Carson and say oh! that. I'm, I'm so glad. Thank you for letting me pick up a pick. Yeah, I, I'm thinking that Brevard is going to be... I think you... You guys, you, we've all said it. Brevard has been a great team this year, and I know Reedsville is all world, but I, I just have a feeling that Brevard is going to show up and be able to play. Listen, Maybe not win, but I think they're going to cover. Western North Carolina is on fire right now. Right. We don't normally have this many teams still left in the playoffs other than 1A. Literally and figuratively on fire because there's a big fire out in Andrews. That's <sighs> true. That's true. Bavart pulls the upset, guys. They're headed to the next round. Whoa. Let's go, Mike. Whoa. Come on. Come on, Mike. This is on an island. Shout out oh. to the John Gentry, legend, Brevard football legend. I'll be glad to pick up that pick. Thank you, guys. Okay. We'll see. No bueno. Sorry. So next up, we have the Oak Grove football team coming up to play West Henderson. 
Oak Grove took care of Pisgah last week. They're 11-1 and on the season. Uh, they're scoring 41 points a game while giving up 14. Um, they're led by their running back, Carson Williams, who averages 104 yards a game. He had 85 yards against Pisgah. Their quarterback, Creech, throws for 124 yards a game. He has 15 TDs on the season, only two interceptions. He also rushes for 60 yards a game with 16 TDs. So he has 31 TDs. Their only loss, Pat, to is a team you're familiar with. It is. West Forsyth. They lost to West Forsyth 40-29. to In the playoffs, they've outscored opponents an average of 29-8. to West Henderson, of course, 12-0. and They're scoring 45 points a game while giving up 10 on the season. They're led by their running back, Carson Dimsdale. Carson, did you know that Carson Dimsdale averages 172 yards a game? He scored 32 touchdowns this year. That, that is that is absolutely 32 touchdowns. How many games have they played? 12. 12. That, you know what? That, that's three. Over, it's, almost, it's almost three. Almost, almost three. Over two a game. Um, that is that is wild. I just. They also have Truett Manuel, who plays running back, wide receiver, and leads the team in interceptions. He's just an all-world athlete. And they're led on defense by Evan Mann, who averages seven tackles a game. One thing about West Henderson I noticed, guys, they've had no close games this year. None. Their closest game was 9-29 against Smoky Mountain. When they won 28-15, to that's a 15-point win. In the playoffs, they're averaging 49 points a game while giving up 11. How's West going to react in a close game, Carson? You know, I think that... From talking to um, a good buddy, a uh, friend <laughs> over at West Henderson, I I got some insight on where they're at as a program, what they feel going into this Friday. I think they like the matchup, and I do. And I think that there could absolutely be worse matchups in the 3A in the third round. What do you got, Mike? One thing I forgot to mention, they have one common opponent, Pisgah. Oak Grove beat them 23-16, to while West Henderson beat them 30-10. to so, you know, it appears that what, I, what I'm gathering is the line is going to be the strength up front. So defensive and offensive line. So they run the, um, they run the gun triple. Running back is very quick. So it's probably going to be the quickest guy they've faced all year. Um, so that's going to be a concern to them is that they're going to try and stop that run. They seem to be effective when they pass, but they don't pass often. So it's going to be a very similar. That's probably why if I would have had this information before the Pisgah pick, I would have been like, ah, does a team like this run up when beat Pisgah by 21 points? Probably not. Um, So I just, I think West has too much offensive fire. I think West can beat you at two different ways. I think they can beat you through the passing game to Truett. And I also think that Dimsdale's a, a, I mean, a thoroughbred in the backfield. He's a beast. He's a beast. I mean, so... So to me, forty-two carries. Is he gonna be ready for another forty-two this week? I, th- I mean, in the is he a senior? I believe he is. He is. So he's a senior. I, I just, I think that you, you lay it all out there. I mean, he, this is something. Um, as far as I know, he's not committed to go anywhere to play college football. Um, does that mean that he's not gonna have opportunities? No, he probably will. Um, but right now, this is this is their main focus. Um. I don't think they're looking ahead to the next week at um, against Reynolds, but I, I've got them winning, covering. Um, this is going to be very. There's no similar. cover. It's a pick 'em. I, I know, but they're they're covering by the win, okay? And I've got them winning by more than a touchdown here. 
Listen, we haven't mentioned that yet, but if Reynolds and West both win, they will play next week. That could be a Western North Carolina I've got, showdown. I've got, I've got West Henderson in that matchup waiting for them at home in Mills River. So If but, they win, we're going to have a tailgate in Mills River. Indeed. Yes. And please, I would love all of our listeners and also all of our new Mills River West Henderson listeners, come drop in. Even if you're a coach at West Henderson, we will come on in. If your name's Mike Honcho, come see us. Come see us. Wow. Come see us. We'll have we'll we'll share some goodies with you. Listen, I've looked at this matchup back and forth, and I've thought about it, and I'm going Western North Carolina. West Henderson wins this game. Hell yeah! Come on, Lewis. You know, Lewis. Mike. Unlike Carson, who's a, a recent bandwagon jumper over to Western. Western. Yeah. West West Henderson. West, West Henderson. Henderson. Okay. I've I've had West Henderson all year long. You have as, Lewis? as the it's best team in Western North Carolina. Negative. That is Lewis, not correct. I am Lewis looking has. forward to next week. West Henderson is going to run through these guys. They are ready to take on a Rockets team and win that game. That will not happen. So Pat, the Rockets will win. You taking Oak Grove? No, I think West Henderson wins this game. Um, the and Omen, I'm excited the to Omen. see it. All I think this is a very favor- favorable matchup for West Henderson, in my I opinion. Do. Yeah, I think so as well. That's part of being the three seed, right? Do you think what I had a we had a, we had a comment on Twitter? Do you think uh, West Henderson seated too low? Carson, should they be the number two or the number one seed? Should they be seated above okay, Crest? So I know that we had Oof. all this we had all this talks about their seating. Oh. Okay. Derek is and the one, right? Was Derek? Derek is the one who said he's they've not done anything. And I think Derek even acknowledged they made him eat his words. Their strength of schedule is 200, 250. Okay, that's not ideal. But Reynolds, 97. Anyways, what I will say is you said at the beginning, uh, earlier in this show, that what, in 3A, the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8 seeds are all still playing. So as if that's the case... How flawed can you say the the format? The RPI? The RPI is. I mean, it's it's hard to argue. Yes, it's pretty good. It's pretty good if all eight teams are consist are still playing, right, Pat? I would I would agree. I would agree. Now, do I think that do I think that they should be ranked above Reynolds? I, I Reynolds strength of schedule and their schedule that they've played is Significantly more difficult. If they so, both win, we're going to find out. We're going to find. We're going to find out. But you know what? It does. It does go into all the. Does you know strength of schedule? This that. Well, it's like Wes Henderson. Wes Henderson may get that home field matchup, and by not playing those teams off the mountain. But if Reynolds wins, is because they play those teams off the mountain. Who knows? We may see. Here's we're two the, here's, weeks down the road. Let's get back on the boat here for here, this week. Here's the thing that worries me about Wes Henderson this week. They haven't played a close game, guys. They have not played a close game. They have not played a game where they have to worry if they're going to win. That's true. I just I don't know if they have to worry this week. I'll be honest with you. I don't you. think they have to worry this week. I don't no, think they have to worry 14. this week. Or next. Agony. So next up, our final game of the week. A.C. Reynolds on the road to Hickory. Hickory much nicer than having to travel to a Charlotte team, for sure. That's only an hour. Uh, Hickory, 12-0 and on the season. They're the number... Three, I'm sorry, they're the number two seed. Uh, in the playoffs, they're scoring 50 and giving up 30. Um, they beat Hunter Huss and 51-32. They beat North Lincoln 48-28. So not the strong, powerful defense of some of these other teams we've seen. Definitely not a Kings Mountain. No. They're led by their quarterback, junior Brady 
Stober. He averages 233 yards a game through the year. He has 37, t- 37 TDs, Carson, only two interceptions. Their, their scores reflect that. Their running back, junior, Isaac Lackley, averages 123 yards a game. He scored 29 touchdowns on the season. Wide receiver, junior, Little, has 84 yards a game and 14 TDs. And their strong safety is leading the team in tackles with 11. That's a little bit of a worry if you're a defensive coordinator. Your strong safety leads the team in tackles. Second is their linebacker, senior Tristan Williams. He has 10 tackles a game and four sacks, and they have four players with an interception. Of course, Reynolds, we all know about Reynolds. We've talked about him all year. In the playoffs, they're averaging 30 points a game while giving up zero. No one has scored on Reynolds in the playoffs yet. They're led by Guest and Hines on defense, and on offense, of course, they're led by Craig Johnson and maybe Max Guest this week. Uh, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'll put Max Guest in there. With the, I, led by, it's tough to be led by when when you listen. He, with, I know, I know. He's a fine. He's definitely the when, when he comes in the game. That's what everybody's there to see. Yeah. Oh, in, for indeed. sure. Oh, yeah. Oh no. I'm yes. I'm just saying. They're. I don't know if they're led by the other. I was gonna say Malik Ingram, but Malik's yeah. a great athlete too. He he definitely shook things up. But I'll tell you. This is going to be a good game. Hickory's a phenomenal team, but now you've got to take a step back. Assuming Max is in there, as a defense, you've got to prepare for him and dealing with that running game, which is another level. And then as soon as you deal with that, now you got Ty Johnson streaking down that left sideline, and you got Wesley Rumbo crossing over the middle. Hickory has no playoff experience. They played Reynolds, I want to say, Three or four years ago, up here at Reynolds, and Reynolds, I mean, it was like a 55 to nothing type game. Hickory's got a first-year coach, and he's really turned things around yeah. down there. So um, this is going to be a fantastic game. So Hickory's, Hickory's going to want to run Hickory the football. Hickory has not, not played one game that's under 30 points, and their only game under 35 was against Statesville, who just held Crest to 28 points. But did lose. They did lose, yes. But I – it, this is it's a tale of two two spectrums. I'm I'm very excited to see how this plays out because it's the defense special teams, the the rocket way versus the offensive powerhouse. And I even Pat and as me as a newfound rocket football um, supporter, the rocket offense is not one of our strengths right now. It's not. Now with Max Guest back, it may it may flip that way. But we've got to figure out a way at some point, at some point there's going to be a team that doesn't turn the ball over four or five times. Um, but with all that being said, I've got Reynolds winning with their experience, with their coaching staff, with everything they've got. I think Max Guest comes back. I think they finally unleash him. I still think that they, there's going to be a point where Hayden's going to have to make a throw at some point in the playoffs for them to make it to that next step. But I just don't think it's this week. So I've got Reynolds winning. I also think Reynolds wins this game. Here's why. They played the tough schedule early on. Yep. They have playoff experience. All of those kids have played in the playoffs. They know how to win in the playoffs. They just beat Kings Mountain 15 to nothing. You've talked about it. Close games. Reynolds close games. has how many close games has Reynolds played even if, in? Even though they lost a few early close ones, but they've, they've won some played, close ones they've too. They've played in the close games. They know what it feels like to be in a close Hell, game. Hell, Hickory's not even played in close That's games. That's what I worry about. Wes Henderson just not playing in that close game. Where your back's against the wall, you yeah. got to make a play. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, will the anxiety make level the right, go through the roof? Can you make the right decision in that? Anyone situation? can make the right decision when you're up three touchdowns. Can you make the right decision when you're down three or down six or up two? Can you make the right decision then? Yeah. This Rocket team is battle-tested. Hayden Craig led them to the fourth round last year. Is yep. that correct? That's true. Most of these in the four A. Most of these kids in the four A. Most of yeah. these kids are back. I think this. I think we're looking at a West Henderson Reynolds game next week. If they do both lose, can we set up an exhibition game? Just wondering. Um, I'm taking Reynolds. I think they win this game, and I think uh, it's Reynolds West next week. And I'm I'm telling you, tailgate party in Mills River. Pat, wait. Do we even have to go to Pat? Do you really no, need we, to? We don't need to go to Pat. I think it's, it's we a don't really need conclusion. to go to Lewis either, but go ahead. Both of you go ahead, Pat. What I, you got? I'm obviously going to take AC Reynolds in this one. Um, I think they're going to see a little bit more offensive production, obviously, out of Reynolds this week than you did last week because uh, it's not even a, not even a, con- a comparison between defenses for sure. Um, but I do respect the Hickory offense, they certainly can play. I think you're going to see a bit of a shootout here on, on Friday night, but I think somebody, maybe you or you alluded to it. The defense and the special teams, I think, will that be uh, that will be a. Uh, so Reynolds an was in a shootout early in the year with Watauga, where they kept up TD to TD. Now Watauga ended up winning, right? But they proved they can score when they need to. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, and we were down four defensive players in that Watauga game too. I think a shootout is disrespectful to what Coach Craig has done at Reynolds. I do not think it's a shootout. What do you think the final score is? I think the final score is. 17, 17 to 13. I'm thinking 28-17. 28-17. Pat, go back to your pick. My pick is A.C. Reynolds pick High Reynolds. School. Hey, you got, Lewis? I, th- I think Reynolds, you know, has, has seen the best defensive line that they're going to see all year. Uh, that offensive line is going to learn a lot from that game. Yes. Coach uh, Coach Laws is going to have them much better prepared this next week. Uh, so they weren't prepared last week? I don't think anybody it's, prepared for that. It's hard to prepare that. for that defense. When, when you have minus 24 yards, I mean. 23 you, yards total? Yeah, whatever. You're, I think you're, you're not going to have. You're not, you're, you are not prepared for that game. How can you prepare for that defensive line we just seen? I don't know if there's a preparing for it. I think there's just you're just outmatched, and that's okay. But anyway. You found a way to win. Yes. They yeah. did find a they way to win. They did find a way to win. They're going to learn a lot. Hayden Craig's going to have a much better game this week. Reynolds is going to win this game, hand down, no problem. Hell yeah. Uh, we are going to see a West and Reynolds game next week. Hell wow. yes. Lewis, come on. Lewis Park, is come on. on the Reynolds Party train. in Mills River, boys. Party in Mills River. We'll see you there. 415. What do we, what do we tell, Gaten? Everything. Burgers or tacos? Tacos. 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 Can you tailgate tacos? Yeah, you can, oh. you can do it. Ask Carson can if we can tailgate Pat tacos. Pat would know, but Pat has never... He doesn't come to Christ. Has never He's seen embarrassed. Us, has never seen us tailgate. at all. It's okay. No, it's okay. It's you okay. don't have to come, but Carson you don't have to loves go. the tacos. And it's a daggum good time. Well, we will so, have a good time. We will. We, we will, always do. We will probably not sit with Pat, but we will have a good time. No, I, I will not What's be... What's wrong with sitting with me? Because Pat's right there at the throne of... Uh, Lewis. Yeah. Can you tell us how popular Pat is now at Reynolds since we started the podcast? Listen, at halftime, I, so I sat with you know Mary, Pat's wife. Yeah, they had a fine time. Mary I bet they did. I it, bet they did. It was I, a very, I, it was a very good time. I noticed Brendan is already balding. That's sort of yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. 
at halftime, Pat comes down from the booth, and he is instantly surrounded by Reynolds alumni. Everyone from Reynolds sideline is like, oh, the great Pat's down here. Agony. That did not happen. That yes, did it happen. did. That did happen. not happen. Yes, it did, Pat. I got, I got to talk to a couple of them. They, they were appreciative of the podcast, and uh, I appreciate how respectful you were, although I picked against you all year long. Yes. That was cool. That's was awesome. Fun. That's awesome. Good time. So that's it. Four games this week, guys. We could, we could be down to as little as three or zero next week. Let's not talk about that. It's going to so, be a win. Yeah. So we could have as many as three, as little as zero. But that's all the games we have. Um, it's winding down. It's winding down. It is. It's sad to see it when the senior – Pat, you're going to experience it. When the seniors play that final game, man, it's tough. Oh, I know. I, I, I'm trying not to think about it. Yeah, it's I, good do times. Not, I do not want to think about it either. So that's it for this week. Pat, you got a fun question for us. So I know we're bridging in toward basketball, and I shared with you guys that story of mine from earlier about um, the early Virginia Cavaliers team that did so well. Um, there are some great basketball programs that I know you all are fans of, but is there an experience or a college memory that is of your favorite team that stands out the most to you? And basketball. I'm going to start this one, and it's it's a little off what you said there, but they used to have a thing here in Asheville. It's probably you guys, you two of you were not alive. Pat did not live here. It was called the Buzz Peterson Classic. And the Buzz Peterson Classic was a fundraiser, and they brought in basketball players. Uh, it was Buzz Peterson, of course, went to Reynolds, played with uh, Jordan at Carolina, but he would bring in professional basketball players. They would play an exhibition game. And it was players like Brad Darty, Spud oh, yeah. Webb, Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, the stars of the stars back then. I was probably, I want to say it was 1988 is the year I'm thinking of. Senior Ooh. year in high school for me, baby. That, I was two. <laughs> I was much younger than that. So You were 12. My mom worked at Little Pig's Barbecue. Nice. The owner was Joe Swicegood. His son, Carl Swicegood was friends with Buzz Peterson. So after the game, all the players came to Little Pigs to eat. And we got an in, my, I got an invite. My mom and I went. And I got to meet Michael Jordan. Nice. Michael and I have a picture together, and I have his autograph. He's the only one I wanted to talk to. There were probably five Hall of Famers there. But Michael Jordan was the one I wanted to meet, and I met Michael and got him my picture. It was a pretty cool moment. How in the hell are you a state fan? With that story, <laughs> right? I mean, that is right? dude that bringing tears to my eyes. That's what, a kid's dream. So as that's a twenty-eight-year-old's dream. As a young man, I worked at Little Pigs in the back. I was this is another story. I was literally separating chicken. I was separating legs, thighs, breasts into these different containers, and I hear these boots coming. Do 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 do, and I look up and I see a belt buckle, and I'm like, <laughs> I look up a little more and I'm like, oh, have you? Have you seen Carr? I said, he's up there. It was Brad Dartery. Okay. Nice. Freaking huge. He, he is big, He is yeah. so tall. Yeah. yeah. And he has such a country accent. Right. But the, I'm sorry. Those are my stories. From the Valley. From the Valley. Luke, Luke and my son and I were talking about that. How does, how does Owen have an NFL quarterback? A Super Bowl champion quarterback. And an and a NBA Hall of Famer. Indeed. A school of 700. And Brad's a NASCAR guy, so he we, owns love, a NASCAR team. we love the NASCAR guys. That all shows the uh, the fall of manufacturing yeah, in America. Definitely. Right? Yeah, that's true. Right. 
Definitely. So, so Lewis, tell I support tell, America. Tell Unlike, us your basketball story. So as someone that I'm not a real good basketball guy, I only started watching basketball when we started doing the live stream. Clip this. <laughs> Clip this, please. I will. Definitely. <laughs> I'm so not a basketball guy. My favorite basketball story is probably when Rakis is we we were doing the live stream. Yeah. We, we all went to the Inca game. It was at Inca. And and this is when I seen Rakis really take over a game. Rakis is going for a layup and one of the Inca guys totally just blocks him out, clips it's a foul, everything else. But after that play, Rakis take over that game. You remember that, Mike? Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he he took that that punch or whatever you want to call it very personal. And Rakis dominated the rest of the game. And no matter what the play call was, he was going up for a dunk and the whole Reynolds side was like, you know, cheering and everything. That that is my like you are the man in basketball story. I can remember before we started the live stream, it's of course COVID, not yeah. a lot going on and Lewis came over to the house because we were going to do JV. Lewis and I did JV by ourselves. Football, right? Basketball. You guys oh, did basketball, basketball yeah. yeah. Basketball. And we turned on a basketball game. And we called it for like a quarter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we were trying to get used to it. Cause, yeah. Cause <laughs> That's me, awesome. I had never I'd never called a game, and Lewis didn't even know that much about basketball. Right. <laughs> we, were, we were, back then, we were all in Reynolds, and we were all in calling the live stream. Indeed. It was the best. Yeah. Carson, what do you got? Uh, my story, I'm going to be live vicariously through my little brother, but, um, Landon, I, I helped fund this, this trip, but Landon went down to New Orleans for the, otherwise known as New Orleans, New Orleans, uh, for the, for the Duke North Carolina final four matchup. And he had to get back by Sunday. His fiance now fiance was uh, English major had to play an instrument in front of it was like her senior big big deal so he was just he was trying to figure out a way he got a ticket couple rows behind the bench um, one of his best friends uh, his father-in-law's board of trustees in North Carolina uh, so Landon could not figure out how to get down there but the flight was very very expensive um, as you can imagine um, so all of us got together we helped we helped Landon get down and Carolina ended up beating Duke. Um, they beat they beat Coach K for his last ever hoorah. Then they ended up playing in the Final Four. And then Carolina beat Duke in the Final Four. They lost to Kansas in the National Championship game. But that game, um, Carolina sports, uh, Carolina University has sacrificed everything for that win. Um, but hearing about the actual grown men and adults crying, um, the Duke fans crying and stuff, just from what Landon and his buddy had said, uh, that's going to be that will live with me forever. So Carson, you mentioned fiance. Yeah. Pat, anything you want to mention? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't I, just, I, was, I was just wondering. I was just wondering. <laughs> Are you married, Pat? I am married. APBP. Okay. Let's go. What do you What do you got, Pat? What's your story? I already shared that. Is the the 1983. Or 82. Oh, Virginia. Uh, Virginia. Yes. That is pretty there. cool. That was really good. But if there's any new fiancés or anything out there, congratulations. We Absolutely. Love you. You're making well, my Absolutely. Head hurt. Yes. So, um, I mean, seriously, this is, this is the best time of the year. It's time to celebrate. <laughs> right. It's Christmas no, time. That's Beats, right. And that's, it's thankful time. It. It's Thanksgiving. 
I mean, this is something. Carson's getting married in a couple weeks. I yeah. am. I'm getting married in a couple weeks. Mike's going to be standing up there next to me. He's got three kids. He finally decided to get married. I only, did. Only I half did. of us got the invite. I don't understand. I have a funny basketball story. Okay. You know my wife, Mary. Yeah. Is from St. Louis. Not a sports fan, other than she liked the St. Louis Cardinals growing up as a child. Right. I'm in Evansville, Indiana in college. I'm recording long distance, and then we finally, I move out to St. Louis, and I'm enjoying March Madness, right, for basketball, college. Mary storms in. This is the first year of our marriage, and she says... Um, the first of many. Yeah, first of 28 so far. Back in 1962. Right, long, that long ago. That could be my dad. That's crazy. <laughs> Agony. <laughs> So she says, I don't know why you're watching any of this. You don't know anybody on these teams or you don't go to these schools. This is silly. I don't want you to watch this. So obviously she's not a basketball fan, right? I move her to Lexington, Kentucky. 1996, Rick Pitino gets the national title. Which I can't believe you guys still haven't had to give up, but go ahead. And agony. And then 97, they go back to the national title game and lose to Arizona. And then 98 under Tubby Smith, that's the comeback Cats win over Utah. And then Mary goes, oh, well, this is just what we do here in Lexington, Kentucky. We win national championships. So she <laughs> she had this guy that she worked with in St. Louis before we got married. When she said she was moving to Kentucky, the guy said, oh, they have a really good basketball team. Mary thought, oh, he must be a fan of, of, of the Kentucky Wildcats. So when they won, she bought a national championship hat and just mailed it to this guy. And he's <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that went. And now we've gotten to a point where I think it was just two years ago, we were laying in bed and going to sleep. And Mary was looking on her phone at various things. And she goes, would you like to know the latest rule change in the NCAA men's basketball schedule for this year? And I said, yeah, I would. And then I went, wait, wait, wait a minute. Who are you? Where's my wife? The one I married 25 years ago. So that's the evolution of, of Mary's basketball fandom. Indeed. That's fantastic. This has been a great episode. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully we'll have three games to talk about next week. Yes, indeed. We love you guys. And thank you. Shout out to Carolina Sports Studios. The Bandettes. The Bandettes for letting us use that awesome song. I'm working on my beer. No Shave November is in full effect over here. It's um, barely stubble. And we're halfway through the month. My 14-year-old outdoes you. Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> they sell this product. It's, it's a topical ointment. It's testosterone. Pat, I'm not taking your drugs. <laughs> I will not. Pat just tried to get you to take testosterone. He said you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Good night, everybody. <laughs>